Yeah, we're time to talk some greyhound racing uh, with Mick Cowley. And uh, Mick, as I say, good morning to you, mate. Uh, on Monday, um, you uh, you spoke, well, I spoke uh, with uh, John Zorro there from Lismore and all sorts of things happening. Uh, how's it all been going? I know we've lost a few more meetings tonight and uh, scary weather, hasn't it? Mate, it has been. It's, uh, it's atrocious, as anyone knows out there at the moment. It's, uh, it's a crazy time, regardless of where you seem to be at the moment. But, uh, yeah, no, I did catch that interview that uh, that you did with, with Johnny Zorzo on, on Monday. John's, of course, the racing manager up there at Lismore. And, and he actually posted online he was uh, sitting on the roof of um, his parents' house. Uh, it's a two-storey house, and the, the, the water was pretty much lapping at his feet. It was, uh, it was just atrocious. And then I, he gave a bit of an update yesterday that... Um, uh, he'd returned to, he'd helped some mates and he'd, uh, he'd returned to his place and pretty much everything was cactus. Um, so really, really sad times for, for everyone uh, in those regions, not just uh, Greyhound participants, pretty much everyone. Uh, as you mentioned, Dave, we uh, we have lost a few meetings. We we lost Richmond straight track meeting yesterday and we also uh, lost Wentworth Park last night. Um, today, unfortunately, uh, we've, we've lost Dapter um, and and also Tari, which was scheduled for tomorrow, they've also been called off um, a little bit early to uh, to give people an opportunity to uh, to plan and so forth. Mate, we uh, we are joined this morning, Dave, by the uh, the chief operating officer of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, uh, Wayne Billet, who's who's come on basically just gives us a, a bit of an update. And, uh, and I know Wayne's been in, in constant contact with a lot of participants around and about, particularly uh, those in the flood areas. Wayne, thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Yeah, good morning, Mick. Later, uh, I spoke to uh, to Dave, and Dave spoke to him earlier in the week. Um, John Zorzo up there in Lismore. Um, very tough time. You've been uh, in contact with John over the last couple of days as well. Yeah, I have, Mick. Been in uh, regular contact with John, obviously, just to make sure uh, that he's going okay and, and that him and, and you know, the rest of the crew and participants up there, and obviously, you know, the whole general community is um, doing it pretty tough, Mick, but just to just to make sure that they're doing well per, on a personal basis. And I think that's really important in these times that, you know, industry uh, and communities reach out to their people to, to make sure, are they, are, are they okay? And, um, and that's what we've been doing. And John, to be fair, was in as good a spirits as you can be. Um, you know, he's thankful that him and his family are all safe. And I think that uh, at times it, it can be just as simple as that, um, you know, given the scenes that we've all seen up there and, and, just, you know the, the rise of the water so quickly. It was just it was just about saving lives, and that's pleasing that you know that uh, they, that's, they end up being safe. Now you mentioned yeah participants up in that region, and uh, I have read I think it was the Monahans they were uh, they were close to being washed out as well. Have uh, have our participants? Um, are there any uh, disastrous sort of stories around them, or is everyone pretty much okay? We have got a few people, Mick, that have been severely impacted um, and we're just working with them now. The, the big issue has been when in a situation like this is being able to actually get access to help them. That's mm. been the part. Um, and so we're just, in some cases, we, we, we sort of can't get in to, to help them, but we've got, you know, we've got people ready to support them when we need to. So that, that's probably it. The, and then obviously, you know, we, we're offering support whatever we can in that regard. We've got some team members on the ground up there ready to go. We've obviously organised some supplies, et cetera, for participants and their greyhounds and their families, that, that access to that sort of thing. And, and we're also, you know, going to be supporting participants, you know, that, that the loss of, all the infrastructure that that goes with uh, you know, with having uh, the kennels in their yard and stuff. So we we are just working through all those and 
and that, and yeah, it's important that in the first instance we, we we have someone there to give yeah we've got they can know they can call someone to give a hand to, and I, I, and that'll that'll be a, a working involvement over the next few days as people get the opportunity to either go back into their properties or be able to take a breath and understand what the damage is. So that's something that uh, you know that we'll continue to work with. The, you know the local clubs are a great conduit for us, and that we've got the clubs up. Um, up there, in particular Grafton, they've been available for people to use as a shelter and that to be well looked after. So they they play an important role in this as well, Nick. Now I guess you're right. When I, I know we've we've conversed a bit over the last few days, just in terms of clubs that are uh, throwing open their kennels to any participants who may need to evacuate, and and we saw a similar situation, yeah, particularly with Nowra and Goulburn during the fires not that long ago now, and a similar situation, yeah, you you mentioned um, Grafton, and of course I, I think you said Richmond have also opened theirs, and Appen as well for anyone who uh, who might be affected. Yeah, correct. And we've actually got participants um, at Richmond at the moment. Um, we've got quite a few participants there because of just of the evacuation orders in, in the area. Uh, so we've got some people who have set themselves up there, which is absolutely what it's all about, um, giving them an opportunity. And then, if you know, we've got people there who are also looking after the dogs for them. If, you know, people need to go back and from their house while they can. So uh, that scenario sort of works well for us. And it's, it's a safe haven for them and their animals, which is important in these circumstances. I guess it was only 12 months ago that we kind of went through all this with with the people out at Richmond when they, uh, the river did burst uh, its banks and the, the, they were cut off out there. So they kind of, um, we've been through it once, I guess, and we kind of expect and, and know how to handle it as well a little bit. And I, I guess that's a small benefit if there is any. Yeah, I, I, I suppose every situation is a bit unique, Mick, but you're right. Mm. I think that this time... What, what people have understood is that you know, when the warnings have been given, uh, there's been a, they've been uh, more proactive in, in, in being set up and the way they do with it, uh, which is which is a good thing. So yeah, you know, I mean less impact on families and communities and and, and animals etc. So so that's that, and that's why Richmond is is got quite a few people in there now. People have been proactive. They know they can come to the club. It's all set up there then for the animals themselves to be able to look after them, and they can they can get to a, they can get to other things as well, like just to be able to get back and evacuate and make sure things right. So if, if nothing else, people have become better at planning and, and, and heeding the warnings um, and in these type of situations. You, uh, as I said, we lost uh, that Richmond meeting yesterday at the Strait and uh, and Wentworth Park, of course, last night. And I guess the thing is too that um, yeah, you've, in these sort of conditions with road closures and roads being cut and roads being flooded and that sort of thing, you you don't really want people to be travelling around in these sorts of conditions as well. That's another side to it. You know, the tracks are holding up reasonably well, but there's the other side to it. It's not just simply the track. Yeah, correct. There's, you know, there's that human welfare element, Mick. Um, uh, at the end of the day, uh, and that's been a part of our considerations uh, moving forward. It hasn't always, it's not always about the, you know, the race meeting. It's about the participants, the travel that they have to do. And, you know, the, and the government have been providing advice uh, around uh, you know, the Sydney region, et cetera, for, you know, for the next last hour or two. If you don't need to be on the roads, please don't be on the roads. Um, so for us, that's just, that's, that's absolutely, we, we, that's what we've done. Uh, we've they called those meetings off so people don't have to be on the roads. Uh, and as we get through it, then obviously the race meetings will continue. I mean, we do have some racing still going on, some reasons which haven't had near the impact, um, which which is great for those reasons. But for those around those areas, it's just it's it's just uh, it's just not worth the risk. 
Uh, you're uh, down your neck of the woods at uh, Dapdo. Unfortunately, that uh, that meeting's called off tonight, and there there was a heat of the the Country Classic that was scheduled, and that's now going to be uh, run on Monday at Nowra. Um, new noms are being called for, and, and preference will be given for those dogs that were drawn in the Dapdo heat. But it, it's just uh, that that was really pretty much the only scenario we had, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, and uh, I was at, you know, we had an inspection of the track last night and then early, very early this morning, and there was just, uh, it's just no hope. And again, it's more than just about the track, it was about the participants. Uh, a lot of them come from that southwestern Sydney region and even from down the south coast. And, you know, we've seen some impacts with, with uh, landslides, et cetera, impacting conditions and just, and just generally really poor. So, um, yeah. So that was the decision for that down. You're right about the country classic. Yeah, you know, being such an important venue, is, uh, I get some people might be disappointed with what happened, but you know it is what it is, and you know we're, we're trying to give people the opportunity still at now again on Monday, and uh, hopefully you know, by by then that you know the conditions are uh, a bit more bearable, and um, we can continue on with that. Um, but sort of it sits in the background at the moment, to be honest, Mick. Exactly right. Mate, just on that, Dubbo's obviously uh, they're hosting the meetings. Well, uh, no dramas up there. Everything's um, all in good shape. Yes. Yes. Yep. So I think, mate, yep. good to hear. It's a, uh, it's a big year this year. Uh, we've spoken about it several times. We obviously had those three Group 1s back in January at Wentworth Park. We've now got the Country Classic into the Easter Egg, into the Million Dollar Chase, into the 715, into another Million Dollar Chase. It's a, it's a big year. I, 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 you've been in the sport a long time. You probably wouldn't have seen one bigger than this, I would imagine. Oh, never ever, Mick. To be honest, I think that uh, you know, uh, for our you know, for industry participants, it's never been a great, a great opportunity uh, for all those type of events. Um, you know, the the rewards and the opportunity is great, and you know, and all those big events are also complemented by you know the country cups and the carnivals and all the other group racing that takes place at our provincial venues. So, and it's wide and spread. Um, so all of our participants, you know, wherever they are, are getting a real good opportunity uh, to, to be part of something that's really exciting, which is, you know, which is at the end of the day, something they deserve. Uh, they put the hard work into to do to make our industry go around and etc. So it's it's great that they can be, you know, have the opportunity to be rewarded. As you said, that's that's the key to it as well. Whilst the the big events get all the the headlines and the spotlight, the uh, we we have also a journey W increased prize money across all grades and from maidens up to uh, to look after everyone, not just uh, not just the elite. Yeah, correct. And and our our, our industry has become very regional based now, Mick, and and that's been something that we've worked really hard on over the last two or three years. Is, is, is getting you know, the, the appropriate route, the appropriate racing opportunities in the region, and we've and we've done that, and we've been really well supported by the clubs and the participants. Um, the, you know, the racing in the Riverina, the Golden, the Dubbo's, the Bathurst, you know, the Gunnedars, the Tarees, um, and that's been fantastic. And the participants are, are voting with their feet, uh, and they're re- reinvesting in the industry, which you know, which we which we need to continue to do. So it's it's. The cycle in that way is, is going is going ahead in leaps and bounds. Mate, it is indeed very exciting times for the next few months. Very busy times, I'm uh, I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, you yep. probably no one no one more busy than yourself, but uh, it'll be enjoyable. Yeah, it will be. I think it's exciting. I think these are the times that the yeah, industry uh, get to be able to showcase about what we provide, what we do, and the participants uh, get to showcase, you know, the, their animals and what they do and, and, and get rewarded. So I, I think it's a win all around, mate, to be honest. It is indeed. 
Wayne, thanks for coming on, having a chat, and giving us an update on uh, on everything flood-wise in particular, and uh, and all those participants up in that Northern Rivers region. Mate, travel safe as you're out and about today, and we'll chat again soon. Yeah, no worries. Thanks. Appreciate the opportunity. Day there he was, our uh, Greyhound Racing New South Wales Chief Operating Officer Wayne Billett, giving us an update on uh, on pretty much everything that's happening in the industry, particularly that uh, that flooded area up north, um, Lismore um, Casino, that sort of area. Yeah, thanks, Mick. Um, and uh, we'll keep abreast of how it all unfolds over the next 24 hours as well, uh, with sort of a lot of rain hitting that, it looks like that tar area at the moment. So mm. it's quite extraordinary. Like this time last year, we had that uh, severe flooding around Taree, Wingham and et cetera, and um, also up in that Richmond area, not probably as much as what is expected. But anyway, we'll just see how it unfolds today. What else have you got for us, mate? No, we uh, we did just touch on then the uh, the Country Classic, which uh, kicked off on Monday at Nowra and Bathurst with those heats. First four in each heat goes through the semi-finals at Dubbo on the twelfth, and then obviously uh, the four semi-finals there. The, the top two in each go through to the uh, the world's richest middle distance race, hundred and twenty-five thousand to the winner. Those heats will continue, as I said. Dapto unfortunately misses out tonight because of the uh, abandonment, but that heat will be run on Monday at Nowra. We do have Dubbo uh, across this weekend, Dubbo, Grafton, the Gardens, and a heat at Tamora. The, the Dubbo heat, uh, unfortunately, it is a bit disappointing. Jungle Juice has got a uh, bit of a crack in a hock and uh, is off the scene for a little bit, uh, but they're hopeful that he'll be back soon. Still a very good race at Dubbo. Billy Creek, um, the Bathurst Cup winner, the representative in the Phoenix last year, uh, Super Estrella, and also a Victorian dog, Jarek Bale. Very, very classy dog. It's going around in that Dubbo heat. Uh, at Grafton, again, another good heat bar. Sandy is one of the standouts there with Sandy Sky and Line of Quality, Daryl Thomas's dog. He's taking it up there. Uh, and the garden, as I said, the gardens have got a great head. And then we finish uh, at Tamora on Sunday. Uh, great card at Tamora. It's their cup day. It's their, their biggest meeting of the year. In the uh, country classic heat, the, the one to watch is Immunity Dog, uh, drawn in box eight, Victorian for Jason Thompson. Hasn't been to the track before, but uh, is a very, very handy dog and, and certainly well and truly up to performing in that race. And then in the cup, the cup's a great race. It's uh, She's a Pearl, the uh, the dog that's uh, partly owned by uh, Jason Lincoln, Mark Almas and Jason Adams at, uh, from Sky. And uh, Ferdinand Boy, Dave Gill dog. It's uh, drawn perfectly in box two in that race, uh, as well as the Black Gold Cup winner, Castle Warrior out in box six. So that'll be a, a great card tomorrow on Sunday. Should be a beauty and um, the reports are that all good weather-wise, so that's a, that's a bonus. Keep our fingers crossed. Okay, fantastic mate. Um, stay safe Mick and uh, good luck with all these meetings and uh, what happens with Greyhound Race New South Wales over the coming days. Thank you mate. We'll, uh, we'll chat again soon.